Hey guys, welcome to The Currents Podcast. I'm Faith. I'm Richard. And I'm Franco. We will be exploring the Bible at our current level of understanding. And we invite you on this journey with us. Hi. 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 Hey guys. Welcome to another episode of Currents. Thank you for joining us and yeah, very excited for this episode. We are. And guys, just um, apologies in advance. We are really delayed in giving a episode. It's just been a manic time for us all and we just haven't been able to swing it. But we are here. We are ready and we even have a special guest with us, Mm. which we are all super excited about, but I'm like super, super excited about. We have Miss Talay. Welcome. Hi. (laughs) Um, I'll let you say hi properly in a second, but Talay is many things, but Mm. she is actually the girl behind all of our podcast art. Yes. Yes. And so So every art design you guys see on social media and on your um, platforms. That you've clicked on right now. That you have clicked on. It is her, like, bringing our ideas ideas. to life. Crazy descriptions. And she's amazing. (laughs) We And she does volunteers her time in doing that. So we really appreciate you you as a Stir family. (laughs) (laughs) And she's also a powerhouse. Like, guys, um, truly inspired by her faith and the way that she genuinely lives it out Mm. in her school. She runs a like Christian group at lunchtime um, and cool. she has seen people uh, come who don't know God. Um, she is part of our Stir Conference family and comes every year. <laughs> she posts videos on her social media with just no shame or fear and just yes. talks boldly about Same how name. much she loves Jesus and is reaching so many people. The poor girl, I'm like embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> but she's amazing and I'm just really grateful that we have her here. And she mm. is 16. Yeah. Yes. 16. Yeah. <laughs> 16. She's even got 70 hours um, clocked up in her license. Guys, hey, I learned that let's today. Go. But welcome on behalf of us. Yes. That was a huge welcome. welcome. Hello. <laughs> welcome, Tony. Yeah. yeah. Do you tell want us to tell us? Yeah. yeah. Tell us a bit about yourself. Oh. Um, how many pets do you have? I have two pets. One Australian Shepherd dog called Ooh. Archie <gasps> and a cat called Bo. Oh, nice. Archie's actually beautiful. Jumped on me this morning. <laughs> like, I got a bit scared, but Is it was it lovely. Archimedes or Archibald? It's actually my dog. My bro- <laughs> it's actually my brother's dog. So uh, yeah. I don't quite know. So yes. Yeah. Yeah. And you live far in the east. I picked yeah. her up before and I thought I was driving to the ends of the earth, <laughs> literally. Um, <laughs> like we were going so far down, <laughs> like windy roads and stuff. Yeah. Um, nice. Yes. And she's lovely. So it's awesome that you're going to be here today. Yeah. And yeah. she's chosen our scripture, which Ooh. we'll get to later. Because mm. Richard's going to ask us something. <laughs> yeah, think. yeah, yeah. I think I'm about to ask how you guys are doing because I haven't seen you all in a while. Yeah. I guess answering Richard's question, um, yes. I'm doing pretty well. Um, I'd say this week for me has been pretty busy, but um, regardless, I think I've been really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I've started kicking a footy for some reason. Yes. So bought some footy shoes and started, um, yeah, playing with um, the cousins and brothers and just doing that. So that's fun. Um, and... Uh, probably going to start um, 
drawing and stuff again so i've been dabbling in that so that's fun so i think that's part of the thing that's kind of helped me kind of with all the busyness um there's been a creative release so that's That's been fun yeah so yeah so good how are you (laughs) tale life's pretty good it's pretty busy but I love yeah. it. Everything's so exciting. <laughs> yeah. Nice. So good. Love it. Um, I'm doing good, insanely busy. Like just, oh my goodness, mm-hmm. I can't. But it's all been great stuff. Um, loving working with Mustard still. Well, obviously. Um, <laughs> new job would be weird if I just quit. Um, but just heaps of speaking opportunities and just being able to be with young people and just seeing so many students live their faith so boldly and unashamedly (coughs) and so um yeah it's just really cool hearing all the stories and testimonies of just young people just giving it all they can for god so yeah that's That's really cool Mm. richard my brother (laughs) how are you maybe not ask me with that but um yeah we're gonna ignore faith's accent there how are you i'm i'm pretty good pick up the guitar for the first time in a while. So, Whoa, really? Um, yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah, um, yeah I, have, I hadn't played guitar in a while. Maybe mm. at, it was at church, but yeah, started playing again. Um, just sort of finding some time by myself to worship the Lord. So that's been pretty exciting. Yeah. Um, yeah, cool. And strengthening mm. as well. Yeah. Mm. yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I love that. Um, yeah. Which so, brings us to what the episode is all about. The scripture. The scripture. And Tale chose it. So, so do you, you want to read to. it for us? Tell everyone what we're reading. The scripture is Matthew chapter 2 and verses 13 and 14. And I'm reading in the NIV. When they had gone, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream. Get up, he said. Take the child and his mother and escape to Egypt. Stay there until I tell you. For Herod is going to search for the child to kill him. So he got up, took the child and his mother during the night and left for Egypt. Mm. Um, yeah, wow. That's a that's a interesting um, piece of scripture to, to pick. Can I ask why? <laughs> um, something that's been really challenging me as I've been reading the Bible recently is stories of obedience. And mm. the idea that Joseph had a dream and in the middle of the night, Obeyed that dream. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Shock. Yeah, literally. Just like utter stunned of how obedient he yeah. was so quickly yeah. or like what? Yeah, that instant obedience. He wasn't, he didn't have to wait for confirmation and mm. he didn't question God. He just it. did it. Yeah. Wow. The faith that he had to yeah. be able to follow that instantly. Yeah. 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 That's, a, that's a good observation. I never thought yeah, about it like that. It's <laughs> oh. so interesting. Yeah, obedience, love it. <laughs> it's scary. Yeah. It's terrifying. Especially in, in the midst of everything like that little family is going through. Yeah. So if, if you think about it, like, like the other time where the Egypt will be mentioned, has to be mentioned in the Bible, is when the Israelites are leaving because Pharaoh is, you know, wanting to absolutely slaughter all of them or enslave them. Mm. So... For in like in this instance, it's almost like Herod is the pharaoh about to kill all these infants because he wants to, um, ah, you know, yeah. Herod yeah. is almost like pharaoh in this, yeah, in this picture, yeah. and he's about to kill all these infants in order yep. to kill the Messiah because he doesn't, you know, want to share his throne. Yeah, yeah. With a man, 
So he's fearing, you know, man instead of God. Yeah. And and Joseph is warned, hey, get up, get the child, get Mary, go to Egypt, mm. right? And so, I, I guess for him as well, it's it's funny why Egypt is the one place mm. that they go to, like the place where they left thousands of years before. Yeah. Um. In the in the story of the Exodus with Moses, because Pharaoh was pursuing them. Now that's the play, exact place where they're taking refuge yep. away from Pharaoh, who is in the land of Israel. Mm-hmm. So that's like two different pictures almost. And and I love that bit about Joseph, that he just, he he hears the angel in the dream, gets mm. up, takes the child and his wife straight away to the mm. land of Egypt until Herod dies. Mm. Like, it's the greatest picture ever. So, yeah. so great. But there would have to be such a confidence in what you've heard, I reckon. Yeah. Like, well, I he, did, he did have another dream before that. He did. There's actually yes. two dreams yes. in this yes. um, pa- yeah. section of scripture. Yeah. yeah. Mm. yeah. And, um, and and by the way, that link to Egypt. So there's a scripture in Hosea eleven one yeah. where it says, "Out of Egypt, I called my son." Yeah. That's so good. later on, um, there's another message by an angel to call the family back to Israel because those who wanted the child dead yeah. are now yeah. dead themselves. Yeah. yeah. So again, another fulfillment of scripture, of uh, prophecy. Yeah. yeah. About Jesus. Yeah. yeah, that's cool. Because it's later on in the passage at verse 19 where an angel of the Lord appeared in a dream to Joseph yeah. again. And he says, get up, take the child and his brother and go to the land of Israel for those who were trying to take the child's life are dead. Yeah. So uh, just keep reading because I thought this was interesting. So he got up, took the child and his mother and went to the land of Israel. But when he heard that Archelaus was reigning in Judah in mm. place of his father, he was afraid to go there. Having been warned in a dream, he withdrew to the district of Galilee. Yeah. So you've got mm. the first instance where he was completely obedient mm. and wasn't struck by fear. Yeah. But then we have this second account, which I was like, oh, isn't that interesting? Yeah. Where fear comes upon him and he retreats mm. to Galilee. Well, mm. I've got a question for you guys. Mm. What other biblical character gets dreams revealed to like um. to them and their meaning? Apart Joseph. From- Joseph. Yes. So isn't it funny nice. how this other Joseph, God is speaking to him oh, through yeah. his dreams and he responds faithfully right away? Yeah, that's cool. To them? Yeah. yeah. I'd be interested to know what Joseph means in Hebrew. Isn't it man of dreams or something? Like it's tied to dreams? I think that's that movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure that's that movie. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, that's cool. Laugh. Yeah. I think well, no, Joseph wouldn't be laughed. That's Isaac. Mm. Oh, I can't remember what Joseph means now. But yeah. to go back to the scripture, yes. like I just, what do we, I don't know, like obviously for you the thing that struck you was obedience, Tale. Mm. And so like what do we think gets in the way or what's mm. so daunting about obedience or what was inspiring? And like obviously you said like that it was immediate and he just mm. got up and went. Why do you think? then maybe we struggle with it so much. I think Joseph was 
I think what's inspiring about him is he obviously was holding the things of this world so loosely mm. that he was able to just yeah. obey. And, like, the things of earthly things, the mm. things like our plans, yeah. I think so, that's something I struggle with. I'm a planner. I want to <laughs> know what happens. Um, Sophia. Yeah. <laughs> and our, like, money and all of those things that stop us because we've... Mm. We know what we want. Yeah. <laughs> we do know what we want. <laughs> well, maybe we, a bit we, too well. We think we know what we want mm. at times. Yeah. And and uh, it's it's yeah. Funny you mentioned that. So, like, uh, it's almost like for him as well. Like that's a very hostile time. Mm. Like your wife has just given birth. Yeah. In vulnerable. Yeah. In a really vulnerable place, mm. and as a as a man, the the first thing I'd want to do is protect them. You know, mm. look after them. Mm find proper shelter outside of, you know, an animal's den, really, for them. Mm. And yet he still manages to actually obey the messenger of God. Mm. Like, he didn't just say, oh, nah, I'm just going to find a better place for the child to dwell. Yeah. He just listens right away. And mm. they're going to apparently, like, someone that's given birth yeah, not too long ago, and you've just taken them to another country yeah. in the East. That's mm. just amazing. Like, that's an amazing obedience on yeah. his part and on Mary's part as yeah. well to listen to God's voice. But do you reckon, so, like, go with me. Like, I've always, like, say with my obedience towards God, sometimes I delay if I'm really unsure mm. if I, like, if I'm unsure if what I heard is correct, say, like, obviously, there could be some few elements to it. But then I imagine, like, man, God, just send an angel. And if I not like, and if they tell me, I will go. Like, mm, be yeah. as sure as yeah. anything, yeah. you know. But then, like, I look at times in Scripture where Jesus was right in front of the disciples mm. and they still didn't recognize mm. him or didn't listen to what he said when Jesus was, like, right in front of them. Like, you yeah. think that would be the time you would listen the most because, mm. or maybe we're a bit more privileged because we knew that he well, we literally was, we know the yeah. end of the story, but yeah. like, I don't know, just find that, like, is it the fact that it was an angel, which could only be one thing that yeah. assured him and gave him that confidence to be obedient? I think yeah. it still would be difficult because even though, it's like, a dream. he's had an angelic encounter when Mary got pregnant for yeah. first. But wasn't that also in a dream? Yeah, that was also yeah. in a dream, right? I still would be like, mm. so he's had a few angelic visions, yeah. I'd say, in his dreams. But still, it's, I, I guess it's no different because you still have your own desires. Mm. Joseph would have still had his own desires for mm. For Jesus, even yeah. <laughs> I'm guessing, yeah. right? His own plans and purposes for for Mary, his 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 new wife as well, but he still had to lay it down. There's yeah. still you hear the message, mm. but there's still that part of laying it down. And mm. I I don't think it's terrible to even ask for confirmation as well, because mm. it it does happen. Like Gideon, for example, with the fleece, so mm. he still yeah. asked God for. Multiple confirmations. Oh, I've asked so many confirmations, guys. Fleece, like, right? I've been on my knees crying. The, like The whole fleecing thing. Lord, yeah. please, is it you? Yeah, I know you want me to let this thing go, drunk. but please show yeah. me if it's you. Right? But um, I guess this. Also, sometimes when there's greater urgency, because mm. 
there is an army heading towards that village yeah. about to slaughter countless innocent yeah. children. It's going to be a bloodbath. Yeah. Do you reckon is that what you need, Tale? <laughs> that, that urgency. That <laughs> is, urgency. That what, is that what we all need, we, that urgency? That. <laughs> yeah. To, like, get up and do. Yeah. Oh, I think the thing for me that really stands out is, um, like, if, if I was to put myself in his shoes... If I had a crazy dream when Angel appeared to me, I'd wake up and go, wow, that was a crazy dream. Yes. Back to sleep again, right? Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. and then I'd wake up and I'd yeah. be like, guys, yeah. you would never guess yeah. the dream that I had. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so where, shouldn't we believe in that? And just yeah. think of it as just a dream rather yeah. than. Yeah. Well, like... maybe. But for me, what it shows more, I think, is um, it wasn't just that Mary and Joseph were living their lives and then, like, something dramatic happened. They're like, yeah. oh, guys, God's doing this. Yeah. They were already in a place where they could receive from God. Like, yeah. they were in a place where they had a relationship with mm. God, where they were able to discern yeah. when God was like, hey, I need you to do something. And so they were like, "Like, I had a dream, and I know this is how God speaks. This yeah. is how he speaks to me, or this is, yeah. um, this is uh, yeah, how God gives me my mess or oh, the message, whatever. So you think they were in touch with their scriptures? Uh, well, I think they were they more than anything. Voice. They just yeah, they yeah. knew his voice. They knew what he has done before, and mm. so there was something about um, like yeah. Sometimes we do need confirmation, but mm. I think for them that that was more than enough yeah, confirmation enough, because yeah. it was like the like they were they were just in that relationship. They had intimacy with God, and so therefore God could use them. Mm. Um, I don't know, that's, that's how I think about it, but um, there's, yeah. So in my context, then, it, like, makes me then question how intimate am I with God? And if I was to get a dream or if I, do I know how God speaks to me? Yeah. Mm. Um, do we reckon that our obedience is a reflection of our intimacy, intimacy with God? Yeah. Just nodding. <laughs> yeah. We yeah, won the podcast. <laughs> we, we were all nodding. So. Yeah, you can't see what's happening in person. Yeah. We just blasted your ears. Sorry, yeah. guys. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, 100%. I think there's something about obedience. Yeah. Obedience. Like, um, it's the same thing. If you, if you really trust someone who you know um, and you have a really good relationship with them, when they ask or tell you something, like, you receive it. Um, with a lot of weight because you know who they are and mm. you know when they say something how you need to take it because you know you know them yeah um, yeah yeah so. and I think obey comes back to trust as well oh. like you yeah. <laughs> Franco got excited yeah. but you you obey who you trust like 100%. I like if my mentors and people that I am really close to were, yeah. were to be like hey faith we think this is really important. You need to do X, Y, and Z. Yeah. I would really listen to them because I know they have my best interests at mm. heart and mm. I trust them impeccably and yeah, would yeah. do what they're telling me to <laughs> that, do. That reminds me of that um, so Christian song. It's like a typical hymn Obedience. song. Trust and obey for there's no other way to be happy in Jesus but to trust and obey. Do you know that song? Obviously. Yeah. It's nope. a really Never. old song. Wow. Yes, you guys. Is it an old hymn? Yeah, probably. Like, <laughs> That's why you know it. Yeah. Yeah. We, I used to sing that like all the time um, at school. Like, oh. you know, they'd force you to sing it. Oh. So it's Just a quick apology. Here. Richard was really off key in that. 
Oh, oh. Wow. wow. Sorry, Sorry Richard. <laughs> do you know? Because do you know the song? Yeah. It's like, yeah. <laughs> it sounded up to me. <laughs> <laughs> nah, jokes. Thank He's you. actually an incredible singer. That was... I yeah. took an opportunity to be She funny. was just trying to step on my toes there. <laughs> Thank Literally. you. Um, no, but it's it's true. Without without trust, and that trust is born out of love. Yeah. That doesn't originate from, from us, mm. from him. Because yeah. we know he's faithful, right? Mm. And I think when we intimately know his faithfulness mm. and how he's bound himself to us, mm. we're able to obey him, That's even good. if it seems a little crazy. Yeah. How crazy is it that I was thinking about the story of Jonah? How crazy is it <laughs> for God to send a prophet to <laughs> like their mortal enemies? Yeah. Who's the pro- the they're worst. probably going to like capture you and torture you and to tell them, hey, if you fast and do this and da da da, yeah. you're going to be saved. Mm. Right? How? How can it? Yeah. How, so the only thing is that. Because we know he's faithful mm. and he's done it before. And who, what his nature is that mm. when he binds himself to you, mm. he does not fail. Yeah. He is who he says he yeah. is. I am that I am. Yeah. But there is that confidence in yeah. knowing that yeah. God is yeah. who he says he yeah. is and being yeah. able to trust yeah. him even yeah. when we don't mm-hmm. feel it mm-hmm. or even yeah. when we don't see it yeah. happening. Yeah. And like I'm like you, Tale, yeah. in the sense of like I'm a huge planner. I live in the future. I don't live in 100%. the present. No way. We've <laughs> <laughs> spoken about this before, but I live in the future. And so to trust someone who does know it more than what I do and I put a lot of effort in knowing what I think I know (laughs) to know what I know and so to give that up is huge because it's just so unknown but then I know what scripture says and how like Romans 8 28 how he turns all things into good for those who trust him um, and they will find that his will is good pleasing and something perfect oh so close you know but um you were obviously saying before to backtrack as well, Tale, that you think it's with Joseph that he wasn't holding the world so closely, like he was holding it really loosely. Mm. Um, what do you th- do? You think that we struggle with that more in this generation, or what would be your thoughts into that? I'm sure that they also struggled. Mm. I think the things that we struggle with and that we're holding on to would be probably different mm. yeah. but I'm sure that they had their own thing yeah yeah, yeah. absolutely 100 mm, yeah. percent what do you think it is like particularly that we're facing that is different though like what <laughs> <laughs> I think for me the thing that it reminds me of um we're doing this in in my bible study at the moment is um in terms of obeying um the word there's no word in in the Old Testament for obey or in terms of like it's just Shema. Listen. Yeah, listen is is the word obey. Um, and so it's the same thing I think in terms of like for them, their context was or part of it is um, to uh, obey God's word or to listen to God's word is the same thing. And we still do it today, I guess, in, in some way. Like if, if your mum said something to you um, and you didn't do it, she'd be like, didn't you listen to me? She didn't question whether or not you actually heard, she like heard you Mm. or you heard her, but more that why didn't you do what I said? Mm. And so it's the same thing with um, 
um, Joseph, I was about to say Moses, um, <laughs> same thing with um, Joseph, like, like his actions showed his Shema, showed mm-hmm. that he listened. And so I think for us today, we often maybe differentiate. We go, oh, I, I heard, but like... I haven't done. Yeah, it's like, mm-hmm. and so we, we struggle in terms of going in this, like, oh, I heard it. And then yeah. it's like, well, did you really? Because if you heard what God asked you to do, you'd hear the heart behind why he asked you to do it. And if you really heard the reason behind it, then there would be action that follows it. And then you but actually you can hear it. something. And if you don't know the heart, 100%. then you're not going to and, and that's the quotation trust. marks and, and listen. That, well, that's well, the trust part. And so it's harder to obey intimacy. when you don't yeah. know the yeah. heart of it. Because, yeah. yeah, we can hear things and, obviously, yes, yeah. not listen. Um, but then did you really listen? Mm. Well, yes, that is true. Yeah. But then... Ugh, I can really, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Like I can still hear something, but I'll choose to disobey because I don't yeah. agree. Well, well, the, that I think that comes down to like maybe definition of what you think is listen, but like listen assumes that you take something in and there's an action that follows mm-hmm. that. If you do not, if there's no action that follows it, then you didn't listen, you disregarded. Yes. Um, or, or, or put away or put aside. Yeah. Um, and so I think that's often what we do with God's word. It's not that we listen, that we disregard or, or put aside. Ah, yes, they do. Um, and, and, and when we do that, that's, that's disobedience because mm. that's not obeying. Yeah. We're not listening. We're choosing to listen to something else and obeying that. Mm. Whether wow. that's our own voice. Yeah. Or, or, or the other thing that we surrendered to, whether yeah. that is, I don't know, a, a, a video game, a app, a whatever friendship, a relationship could be mm. anything. Yeah. Um, everything has voices and is calling us to obey or surrender. Um, and that's that's the scary part is we get to choose which one goes on top. Mm. Yeah. Do we think there's like moments in our life when we most struggle? Like maybe we kind of <coughs> already have said this, mm. but. Yeah, when do we think we struggle the most with obedience? Uh, going back to planning and being mm. organised. I think I'm an organised person, don't look at my locker, <laughs> but my time is pretty organised. <laughs> yeah. So if I am organised and God says to do something, I'm going to be like, mm, I've got something on right then. <laughs> and yeah. I can't cancel that. Mm. Yeah. yeah, time's yeah, very precious to us, hey? Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I just want to pick your brain, not going to lie. Um, I love it. Um, this Well, the one thing that's really fascinating is actually a creative people often have messy like environments. But that doesn't, that. Yeah, but, the, but the crazy thing is that doesn't mean you're not organized because often even in your... Me- like I can, I can probably say to you that even when you look in your locker, you know where everything is, even though it looks messy. Yeah. No? No, I do. So oh, there's okay. order in the chaos. Yeah. Sort of uh, well, the thing is, I think that's part yeah. of being creative is... Yeah. Um, that's why I use the excuse that my I'm kidding. <laughs> um, right. Well, they do say the the state of your room is the state of your soul. Yeah, wow. well, that's why Jordan wow. Peterson says clean your room first. Yeah, wow. um, sweet plug. <laughs> <laughs> He's a great man. Um, well, to some degree, I guess. Mm. Yeah. But <laughs> obedience Sorry. is this thing that we really, really struggle with, and I think. Like in a everyday life, we like to think that we mm. do really well, but I think if we were really to look closely, we would actually question a lot of things yeah, yeah, because 
Obedience requires a surrendering and a submitting to lordship. And our own will. Um, yeah. And our own will. And I think so often we have said yes to Jesus but not yes to him as Lord. And I mm. think there is a very big difference yeah. because when he becomes Lord, we still know that he is our friend and our dad, but we know that he is Lord first. And yeah. so that... Um, uh, carries a servanthood that we have mm. with him because he is Lord and we do mm. as he is us. Like mm. there's that honour and that respect mm. thing. Whereas yeah. if we just see him as this close goody-goody guy that just loves on us, then mm. we kind of take it for granted and mm. it's just not the same relationship, if that makes sense. Yeah. I, I think about it or how I feel we often use Jesus is um, we like the idea of him um, in terms of someone who can help us feel less guilty or condemned. Mm. Um, uh, we, we love the idea of him, but to actually um, live it out, like we don't like the idea of him or someone else controlling uh, our decisions or our plans and purposes um, and so I think we often use him, yeah, as a, as a person where we once a week can ease our conscience from yeah. um, bothering us because, oh, I was not too nice with this person at my mm. work, school, mm. whatever, um, and go, Jesus loves me. And, and I think okay. that's such a dangerous thing. Mm. Um, and so I think part of that is I, I was talking about this um, with some of the youth kids um, the other night. Um, and I think it's just one of one of the things that is so dangerous is that's a very comfortable place to settle with Jesus. That mm. um, means we, when we stay there, we become stagnant. But even more so, we fall asleep and we die. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so when we fall asleep, we 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 don't progress. We don't um, gain insight into the relationship God is wanting for us, nor the place of where we want to go. Um, and that's terrifying. Yeah. Um, and I think part of that, or maybe just scary, maybe terrifying is too big of a word uh, or too intense. Um, but maybe then the question is, as young people or as people of this generation, how, how what's actual steps that we can take to mm. stop us from falling asleep or mm. to become, becoming stagnant? 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 I've just been sort of like thinking... <laughs> A little bit as you've been speaking and yeah. the one thing i've kind of noticed is that especially in western culture i think yeah. obedience is almost like a, one of those taboo words yeah it's like oh man i've got to be my own person i'm supposed to be independent <laughs> go away look at things <laughs> for myself you know yeah so how little how can i even receive the concept of getting someone to tell me what to do let alone lordship mm. yeah that's a little bit crazy for me if I yeah. live in this environment. Mm. I, I need to handle things myself. Mm. That's, mm. that's, that's the, the voice of the generation. And I, I think also there's a, more of a fear of man mm. than the fear of God. Yeah. There's a fear mm. of what people think about mm. me. There's a fear of what people might say mm. about me. So you look at the biblical stories, for example, Pharaoh feared what the Israelites would do when they multiplied. Mm. So his solution was that I need to enslave them. Mm. I need to kill them. Mm. 
so that I can rule over them. Yeah. And you get to the story of Joseph, as we mm. just read right now, mm. and, and, and the angel comes to him, mm. and he fears God so much <laughs> that he's able to submit. I think mm. the fear of God is, is lost, is lost mm-hmm. in us. And so when we fear men more than God, we submit to the heart of men. Yeah, yeah and isn't that terrifying? Because uh, yeah. the beginning of wisdom is the fear of the Lord. Yes. And that's the one thing so, I think we lack this generation. Yeah. There's a lot of wisdom. And believe me, I have fallen to the fear of men many times. Amen. And I think, okay. I think it's, it's dangerous. Yeah. Because it, destiny is it's, it's a hilarious thing. <laughs> because God's word will accomplish what it's supposed to do, whether yeah. we like it or not. Mm. Yeah, we get to be. But yeah. yeah, we just get to be a part of it. Yeah. Okay. Um, and so I think the best thing we can do for our society is to bring back the fear of God. Yeah. Mm. There is none. But I think that comes back to whose life we think owns ours. Yeah. Like who our like yeah. if we think that. Our lives are our own. Yeah. We will live for ourselves, yeah. not for the glory yeah. of the Lord. Mm. Whereas, like, and who knows, maybe this is a question of, you know, are we truly saved? But, like, yeah. if if we truly, like, are saved and understand and comprehend what we've been saved 100%. from and what God has paid, our immediate response is to live for Jesus and live in obedience. And, yes, it will be hard and we still get tested and all the rest of it. Yeah, of course. But our responses are like, yes, we still struggle with our flesh because we're still human beings, mm. but the motivation to submit and have this fear of the Lord because he is our saviour. Like yeah. we actually wouldn't be here without him. And when we forget that he is our saviour and that he is our Lord, we are living for ourselves. Yeah. And so then obedience is like we don't even see it as disobedience because we're our own Lord and so we're not disobeying anyone, yeah. which yeah. is yeah. just yeah. like. So, well, the question is, who's your Lord? Yeah. yeah. Who is your Lord? Yeah. Who is it's your Lord, Tarlay? Yeah. <laughs> I want yeah. Jesus. Yes. 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 I think it's Louis Giglio. I don't know oh, how you say yeah. He has like a sermon about um, putting people on a pedestal. Yeah. And it's who is your Lord. Yeah. And you can yeah. put anything there yeah. and you can put yeah. yourself there. Yeah. yeah. But Jesus needs yeah. to be on that. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. and even like the ancient Romans, it was Caesar, you know, whatever yeah. Caesar says goes. Yeah. Kill the Christian. Sweet. Let's do it. Um, but there comes a time, especially for, for this generation, if I, I believe wholeheartedly, for example, if revivals to come to this land, we're going to have to go back to the fear of God. Yeah. 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 No two ways about it. Yeah. We go back to the fear of God. Yeah. That will prompt us to position ourselves in a place where we actually receive wisdom mm. and, and, and grace and, mm. and power from above, much like um, Joseph um, mm. and his family did that night, yeah. that they were saved because they knew who their yeah. lives, like right. who carried their lives. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so he was able to trust God with his life in that very moment. And, and God saved them, yeah. sending them to a place where thousands of years later, they had to, their families escaped from, mm. right? Now to, um, to run away from the promised land yeah. into that foreign land mm. again. 
How amazing is God? Yeah. When we trust Him, when we yeah. fear Him yeah. properly, yeah. when we put Him in His right place, yeah. instead of us or someone yeah. else. And, and that all comes from intimacy. That's yeah. like the yeah. having the relationship with God. Yeah. It's it's almost exactly the thing that Milton was talking about um, today. For um, uh, he was, uh, I think it was Luke twenty two. Uh, it was when uh, Peter did. Uh, uh, denied Jesus three times mm. um, and after that uh, when Jesus meets Peter again um, or Simon um, he uh, when he when he meets him again after his resurrection um, there I think on a on a um, beach like cooking fish or whatever yeah. like um, and he's talking um, and they're all together and Jesus is with them and Jesus asks Peter do you love me um, and uh, Peter's like, well, the I th- the way Milton described it was, uh, Jesus was like, "Do you love me with your whole heart?" Mm. And Peter's like, "I love you." I'm affectionate. Yeah, I, I I have affection towards you. And then Jesus like goes, "Peter, do you love me like with your whole heart?" And he goes, "I I, I and and like." I have affection towards you. And then like some time passed and then Jesus comes back and he's like, do you just have affections for me? And Peter's like, I have affection for you. Like, I don't know how else like, mm-hmm. and, but I think the struggle there was not Peter was struggling to love Jesus. It was because he's, he thought when Jesus said, um, uh, before he was persecuted mm-hmm. and, and taken away because Jesus was like, you guys will all betray me tonight. And Peter's like, no, I will never betray you. But the thing was, Peter's faith was in a place where he thought it was good, yes. where he mm. thought he could withstand persecution mm. yeah. or testing. And then when it came to the testing, he realized or found out that mm. his faith wasn't able to withstand it. And I think that's the same thing for us. We often think, oh, I'm in such a good place with God. And then when it gets tested, we run away. And so this is, I think, where where Jesus is like, Peter, do you love me with your whole heart? And Peter then has the realization. He's like, I, I don't. Or like, he, like I can't. Unless like, you do it. Yeah, me. exactly. Yeah. And so that's, I think that's the battle yeah. that when Jesus asks Peter three times, do you love me? He's like, I want to. But clearly I can't because I failed. Yeah. Um, and so yeah. that's the same yeah. thing for us. It's yeah. like we often think it's like obedience means that I have to try and live a life where I just give everything in terms of I can do that. Mm. But the actual, I think, way of living that out is where we just continually try to surrender Mm. in a way where we go, I will continue to fall short, but God, you have grace and mercy in Mm. this. And so please continue to work on me and thank you for working on me and help me to continually see you in whatever I do even though I fall short. Mm. Um, so what you're saying is it begins with God and not us yeah, necessarily. Exactly. But the yeah. thing is, I think there's humility mm. in the relationship with God. And this is where it's like, like I am not my own anymore, mm. but that doesn't mean I don't fall short. Yes. Um, and so the idea is like being, I guess, aware of like, I, 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 I can never be enough. Yeah. But thank goodness I have Jesus. And so living in that truth Mm. while still falling short, and I guess there's something in that that's just really difficult. Like how do you do that? But But I think too you can 
you know someone who is obedient. Oh, 100%. Like you, well, by you, their fruits. Oh, 100%. Like you can look, like there are people in my world, I'm like, you know what, they are a faithful follower, obedient of 100%. God. Like you, you know who that yeah. person is because yeah. of the way that they hold and they live yeah. by their life. And I think we do fool ourselves. And I'm kind of reminded of the um, parable of the ten virgins. Mm. Like I think we're very comfortable like, oh, we've got our whole life to get right with God or to be <laughs> obedient. And it's just yeah. like, man, you are foolish. Like you don't mm. know what's going to happen tomorrow. And if you do not have your um, lamp full of oil to be able mm. to light that wick for when Jesus comes, mm. doors close. <laughs> like. Yeah. Yeah. And that's terrifying. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, I wonder if, if like, if our response isn't being terrified of that door being slammed in mm. our face, mm. there's a reverence not there. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Well, that's the whole thing about fear, fear of God. Yeah. Well, is there a reverent fear that God has the power? Without Christ, God has the power to kill Humanity. Mm. That's the that's the ugly truth that God has the power to kill humanity because we broke every covenant we've made with Him, yeah. every promise we've made with God. We have broken it. We've mm. been unfaithful. Yeah. He's been faithful every single time, mm. but we have been unfaithful. We've mm. betrayed Him, so He has the power to absolutely kill us. Yeah, according to the terms and conditions of life that he's given us, right? And yet, because of Christ, we remain. And so isn't that a terrifying sound to know that, okay, I won't let Christ cover my iniquities, my sins, my transgressions anymore. Mm. I want to stand in front of God and defend myself. Mm. (laughs) Good luck. (laughs) Yeah. Because I can. Yeah. I'm independent, you know. But even then, I think, like, the message of Jesus, the Bible, the the call to obedience, the call to sacrifice, to surrender, all Mm. these things, it is offensive to our spirit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right, as in to our flesh, sorry. Like, like. Yeah. (laughs) Like. (laughs) To our flesh. Yeah, to, sorry, to to our flesh. Yeah. Um, And, like. Uh, what am I trying to say? It's also offensive to our culture. No, it is so offensive Absolutely. to our culture. Imagine and that's oh, kind of my like. Yeah. But then I talk to Christians, like Christians, and some of them are like, "We've got to um, like they belittle these conversations because it's more about the the yeah, grace yeah. and love and relationship and that's with Jesus." A hundred percent, it is, yeah. but. Like we, it removes that reverence factor yes. mm-hmm. when it's just all about that. And it's just like, we need to like, yes, Jesus is loving. Yes, Jesus is so, so gracious. And it's because of that grace that we are here, but he's also mm-hmm. Lord. Mm-hmm. And he also asks us to sacrifice and give up everything. And that's, we, we can't not, not talk about that because that yeah. is, yeah. well, I think it, it's. It sort of brings me to um, C.S. Lewis's description of the lion in Narnia. And he says, you know, he's loving and caring and all that. But he is a lion. Yeah. 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 He's not a tame lion. (laughs) So he can rip you into shreds. Yeah. 
if you are in enmity to him. Wow. And there is such a <laughs> I don't even know what that was. That was that was um Simba from Oh, yeah. you took the words right out of my mouth. Um, I love that. And 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 there is such a thing as being choosing to be an enemy yeah. to Christ. Yeah, you don't want There's to be no two ways about it. And and one thing I love about the Gospels is that a lot of times Jesus would even tell people to be quiet about who he is. He did. He would do things mm. that revealed the kingdom of God and who he is. Mm. But he would never. He wouldn't necessarily straight out tell people who he is, so they would make up their minds about him. Mm. What he did was every time he acted or spoke forced people to take sides immediately. Yeah. yeah. So immediately in the crowd's minds, it was mm. either I'm for what he's saying or I am not. Yeah. And so I think that's what the gospel is. When 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 we obey when we obey God, mm. we're immediately saying that God's gonna do whatever he's gonna do. Mm. God will destroy this world and remake it again. Mm. Whether we like it or not. Like the angel told um, Joshua at the wall of Jericho, mm. <laughs> Joshua was asking, are you for us against yeah. or against us? And he's like, you know, I'm for the Lord. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like, you have to be a part of this, not me having to be a part of your thing. Yeah, yeah. So when we're choosing to obey God, we're choosing to be a part of God's renewal of this mm. world, this universe. It's not him choosing to be a part of our plans to mm. to do our own thing in the world. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So so immediately we hear the gospel, we have two choices. Either we're for it or we're against it. Yeah. And yeah. when we're against it, oh man, it's terrifying. Yeah. We're choosing to stand before the judge of the world on our own merit. Yeah. And believe me, I know if I stood on my own merit, I'd be incinerated because I am so not much. clean. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Thank you. For <laughs> I I need Christ. You do. I you need do. Christ. We all need Christ. Amen. Amen. And so I that do. and that's why obedience comes in handy. That mm. every time He speaks, whether we know what's happening or we don't, we need to bow down. Mm. Yeah. There's and only one response. Yeah. Bow I, down. I think. And we, I think the more we obey, the better we get. Actually, we do. And I think we miss the great commission <coughs> where it's like you know. Go into the nations, baptize people in the name of the Father, Son, and the mm. Holy Spirit. Mm. Um, and then it says, and teach them everything I've commanded them mm. to. Mm. Yeah. And we always forget that little yeah. snippet. which, command. which, But that's part of the Great mm. Commission. That is part of what yeah. our mission is, mm. to baptize people in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit and teach them everything I've commanded them to do. Yeah. Like when you say yes to Jesus, you're saying yes to being his yeah. servant, to mm. being... Um, uh, that's another word people uh, don't like servant. I know let's not go there anyways <laughs> but we've been talking quite a bit so Tale like <laughs> thoughts questions I don't know I have two thoughts um, one first thought is over the last like since the start of this year I've been challenged to like really get into the Bible more yeah. and so I'm very lucky at my work that I can listen to the Bible it's being read to me as I work and so as I've been listening and reading the Bible more, I'm hearing God speak to me a lot more. Mm. And so when I know the Bible more and I know how God speaks, I'm able to 
say yes because I know mm. that it's God speaking instead mm. of questioning who is that. Yeah. I know his voice clearer. Yeah. Mm. So it makes it easier to obey also because you know it's him. Yeah. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. And my second thought is what is the things that I'm holding on to so closely that I need to let go of? Mm. Things like my time and my plans yeah. so that when I've given those over to God, I'm able to say yes mm. because they aren't, that's not mine. Yeah. 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 That's God's. Good. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. That is good. That's, that's so hard. So hard. It's <laughs> <laughs> hard. It, it sounds is. simple, but it's like, well, when you think about it, you're like, oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah. 100%. That's it really is. good. Yeah, it's not awesome. easy to say yes, and no. it's not easy to give things over. It's not because it's a process. Yeah, it's worth it though. It 100%. is worth it. He is the greatest yes we could ever mm-hmm. give, mm-hmm. and yes. so um, yeah, I think that's a great way to end the episode. It yeah, is. I think so. Thank you for bringing this scripture, Tale. Yes. That's actually a lot to think about. It's so good. So much, and yeah, it is. I think it's a it's a daily struggle, yeah. like obedience, yeah. and we need to. I think recognize that mm. um and not yeah be a fool to it or blind to it because yeah. Yeah. yeah and if you guys have enjoyed the episode uh please if you guys have questions or anything like that send it our way we'd mm. be happy to yeah. even make episodes out of them if yes. there is enough yes rate give yes. us a rating follow like all of that stuff guys it just helps us in our continued reach with people mm-hmm. um and uh yeah we just uh, want to make God's name great and yep, that's what this is all about and just to put it out there because we are in March already guys Gosh. 7th to the 8th of July is Stir Conference <laughs> we are very excited we have amazing speakers this yep. year which I still can't Talk quite announce but let me just say they are not from Australia so what? Yes, <laughs> we are very keen. It's going to be revival, fire, glory. So, yep. so Amen. be right. there or be square. Yep. Don't come back. Be, and you don't want to be. <laughs> you don't want to be square. You want, be you there want to be or there. Shut the yeah. door. Before yeah. <laughs> and for our people who live in other countries, our speakers are coming from other countries. <laughs> so maybe no. We'll. Whoever can be there can be there, but we're very excited. Yep, so 100%. we'd love to see you there. Yep. Join the Stir Fam. And we'll do a live podcast recording. We are going to be doing another live podcast yes. recording. So. so Yeah, I hope to see you guys there and thank you for listening. Yes, we'll see you in a fortnight. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.